All right, hey now, welcome to another rousing episode of How Simp Sees It. Sadly, we uh, start another show with uh, a little bit of uh, awesome lead-in, but bad news following. Uh, our tribute uh, to Sir Roger Moore for our opening tune this evening from Live and Let Die 1973. One of my more favorite performances. I actually like Moonraker, too, but we'll talk a little bit about Roger Moore <laughs> a little bit later. Um, uh, but, yeah, he, along with Greg Allman, has passed, and we will be ending with a very appropriate uh, Greg Allman song uh, for a movie podcast. I would think so, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorites of the Allman brothers. Indeed. Who, uh, f- fun note, when I was younger, thought it was the Almond. Brothers. Oh, uh, like but, the nuts. Indeed. Yes. Um, I'm sure at times they were a little nuts. <laughs> uh, no, that voice over there is uh, the one and only Mr. J-Rod. Hello again, everybody. We come to bring you uh, good or perhaps bad tidings uh, on the uh, new film Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tale No Tales. Yeah, really, we just flip coins on who's going to give the good review and the bad review. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, we uh, we always uh, like to have a main event review. I also have a little bit of a surprise movie, like J Rod usually does. I kind of have my own. I'm throwing in there. You've which done I'll that talk before. About, uh, hijacked my uh, yeah, yeah my I li- sketch. I like to do sketch that. is not the right that, word. But, well, kind of segment. Segment, yeah. I think, is best. Uh, but yeah, so I got a little something I want to talk about too that you may or may not have heard of. Probably not because there's not much hype to it. And uh, it's not always the cool thing to like, which I'll get into uh, in a little bit. So uh, that being said, uh, we have a good review for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Whether the movie was good or not, (laughs) we don't know. Uh, Well, actually, we do know. You don't know. Maybe you do know, and you're just listening anyways to see if we agree. But, uh, you know, it was... um, This got complicated really quick. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's because I feel a little complicated about the movie, which we'll get into. Okay. Uh, But, uh, yeah. And and then also, um, just to give it a a future primer, uh, next week we're going to be doing The Wonder Woman, which I'm going to be talking about a little bit later, too. Um, So I I am hearing interesting things, so I want to kind of touch on that yeah, big uh, uh, dc news this week as well oh yes it is and that i'm going to address uh, actually here very soon mm-hmm. uh so that being said we do have a busy show uh dobby is somewheres uh, i'm not sure where the door is open chasing from that the phantom studio. popcorn i think probably yeah he was locked onto some kettle corn uh hard <laughs> <laughs> earlier uh, but, uh, so yeah, the studio doors open so he could be running about doing God knows what, uh, which is actually a bit of a terrifying thought. Um, but, uh, he's not usually right where he is under the table. Yeah. I watch so. uh, a guy on YouTube. Uh, he's not a, a podcaster. Well, I guess he is, but there, he has a dog and his dog is not necessarily his mascot. So it's a little different, yeah, That's right. but he does like hard hitting new stuff and you can hear his like little chihuahua dog chewing on a chew toy in the background <laughs> <laughs> and he just stops and goes, that's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. See, I like that. Yeah. I, shows with dogs, man. That's right. You can't, you can't beat it. Actually, I don't know. There is a show with a dog now on. NBC called Downward Dog, like the yoga pose. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, is right. Uh, no, I've not seen it, so I'm not going to naysay. It's like the yoga version of Airbud or what? I don't know what it is, uh, <laughs> but it's let's just say it's not for me, and something mm. tells me, I'm, and I might be wrong, but I just, I don't think it's going to last long. Mm. Uh, you know, they needed to there. They wouldn't air it in friggin' May when all the other <laughs> shows are over. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, in the TV section, we uh, I'll have a review of the uh, American Gods. I'm going to talk up the Flash finale. Uh, talk a little Silicon Valley. Oh, see what I did there. 
and uh, you, you made a rhyme. Gonna, yeah, I did. Uh, as some would say, a funny. Uh, oh, they would they? Yeah, some would. Like, okay. Like Splinter from 1990 Ninja Turtles. Probably. Yeah, he rhymed and he thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I agreed. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and J-Rod's going to have a little TV review for us, but I'll keep that a secret until uh, it gets to be the time. So it'll be kind of like a secret movie, but it's like a secret TV show that only I know what it is. I think most people point. could guess if they're regular listeners. They probably could. Yeah. But just in case, uh, right. we will leave you all in suspense. You, you you really have a 50-50 shot if you listen to last week's That's right. episode. Uh, yeah, so depending <laughs> upon where you're at. Uh, but, uh, you know, it might not have been as exciting to tune in last week because of the down week and all. Indeed. So this week, much more exciting and a much bigger release uh, as well. So we're not going to waste not uh, and want not uh, of our time. Uh, that made no damn sense. That's very serious. Experience, but yeah, I guess I was. Go- <laughs> I guess it was talk fancy for a minute. But uh, I am going to address something very serious at the start of our uh, weekly update. So it's best not to dwell and just get into it. Uh, and uh, we're going to do that right now. Well, I said I'd be back with sombering news. Um, sobering? Sombering? Sombering, sobering. Somber news. Sobering mm. if you are not sober. <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is the cat has entered the room. Uh, no, I, I jest. But she has entered. But totally going to throw the, this pop at her. But that's not the uh, the news. You'll, you will that. throw no pop. Uh, unless that. it's the popular it's joke, drinking. It's a joke. Uh, Don't send me emails. And it's now, a joke. And now uh, Dobby has joined us. So the mascot has arrived. He was just late. He's looking up like what? What, you want to fight about it? I had some carrots. What? They were good. Fashionably late. Yeah. Uh, he likes to make an entrance. Uh, but no, for real, Zingtons the third here. I do have some uh, a bit of bad news. Um, if you are a fan of DC Comics, you probably already know. And if you are not a fan of DC Comics, you probably already know. <laughs> but uh, there was some big news out of DC this week, and that is that uh, Zack Snyder, um, who we have said for... Many reasons should step away from DC um, has been actually uh, not forced, but uh, he has made a wise decision as he has uh, had a family tragedy befall him. And I'm not going to get into the specifics of what's going on. It's all over the news. If you want to look it up, you can read it. But bad shit has gone on in the Snyder dwelling. Um, I think it's safe to say death in the family. Yeah. And um, he did what so many in... Hollywood would probably not do, and that is step down and say, I am stepping away from this multi-million dollar project, and I have to go be with my family until I'm ready, and I don't know if I'll ever be ready again. Yeah, so, I see what you mean, but the, the timing of, of it all, he kind of has to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he, I mean he, you were right in the middle of making all this movie, the CGI planning's going on, all yeah, that stuff. you so. just can't. You got to do one or the other, and it can't be the other. It mm-hmm. has to be your family. Yeah. So um, he has actually turned it over because Unless you're a t- total asshole. I yeah, guess. I mean, yeah, you would have to be beyond <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah. That's just like you'd just be like, you ain't right, man. Antichrist. Maybe? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, okay. but like I <laughs> we found just, the border somewhere in between. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, um, he has turned over the reins to Joss Whedon, and from uh, an outsider looking in, that might not seem like as big of a deal to be like, "Oh yeah, Avengers, that's great." What's kind of really nice about this is that with without the family tragedy, uh, Joss has been through this type of pressure 
before. Oh, yeah. And uh, he knows what it's like to have that type of pressure on your shoulders, especially coming from D.C. where the pressures, I imagine, even tougher for him particularly because what he has done has not been received very well. Yeah, and- true. Um, I also think this might be um, – this is speaking, speaking strictly of the politics and not of the actual family tragedy. I think this might be D.C.'s grand plan because they brought him and Joss Whedon, I mean, to do the Batgirl movie mm-hmm. how, a few weeks ago yeah, now. Yeah, it's been a couple months And now, I think actually. they were trying to get him to work his way up to do something like this. It just yeah. – this happened and he Zack Snyder decided to step down and they're like okay let's just move forward with the plan we probably had anyway it seems like the perfect choice yeah. really uh from a guy that's handled movies like this before thrived in movies like this before and knows what it's like to have unrealistic studio pressures influencing your films which um i don't know what what it's like to make movies for dc but i imagine if joss is over there now he's not going to go through that again yeah. because if you don't know uh, he has said many times that making uh, Age of Ultron was one of the worst uh, experiences and periods of his life. Yeah, but you're um, you know you're dealing with Disney, you're dealing with Marvel, you're dealing with a lot more money than DC. Yeah, I'm going to say that, and you go, no, yes, huh? Oh, yeah, uh, because of all that they own, they mm-hmm. are the entertainment overlords. And then there's like DC going, hey, we're still in there, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, um, so. Uh, so, yeah, so I think it's actually probably what's best for DC and what's best for the Snyder family. Uh, you can't call this a win-win because nobody wins in a situation right. where tragedy is befallen upon any family. Yeah, even if it's something you wanted, you can't really celebrate yeah, because you're of not the like, circumstances. Yeah, and, and if you do, you're in that space again. That That's more asshole level, yeah. you know, less mm-hmm. anti-Christ level. Right, but, yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're on the border. You're you're a shit. You it, quietly it, you have know. yourself a drink at a bar and don't say why yeah. you're celebrating yeah. or that well, you're celebrating. Just this weird looking smile on your face <laughs> that everybody's like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't want to talk to him and find out, but I don't think I like him. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I just um, you know that's not uh, that's not a light thing uh, to, for anybody's family. No, um, is. No. Uh, in a lesser capacity, I experienced uh, a death in my family back in October with a cousin whom I was very close to. This is next level grief. Like, I thought I was really yep. sad and was like, oh man, I'm really bummed. This is a level reserved that many people should never have to feel. Mm-hmm. And that's a real shame. That happened to a guy that seems like a stand up guy, uh, Zach Snyder. So you never like to hear. Bad stuff like that happen to anyone, uh, let alone somebody in the public spotlight. Yeah, um, of course we mean personally, not professionally. Yeah, and this has nothing to do with anything professionally that yeah. he's done whatsoever. It's just this is somebody that if you hear Fred down the road, yeah, don't come at me know, with Zack Snyder make shitty movies. Okay, what, fine, that's your opinion, man. That's yeah, not what we're talking but that's about. That's not what it is here. And this really, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This really grinded my gears in a world of social media where people are so quick to hit. A share button without reading the article. <laughs> uh, if you look at people who shared the article, I hope they refined it as they actually found out what the fuck it was that they were sharing. Mm-hmm. But there was many a many a Zack Snyder uh, hate slur uh, talking about how he needed to be gone from the company and he has trashed this. And it's like. Guys, you're literally kicking a man while he is down in the worst position yeah. of his entire life 
and you're having a laugh, and you shouldn't. You just shouldn't. Even if you don't respect what movies are, you should respect human life and human beings. Just be cool, man. Hey, man, trolls got a troll. I know, but fuck, that, that's like should be the exemption list. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, even trolls got to be like, yeah, that's some shitty shit. He's cool. Most of them would. Then they're the, the elite, yeah, as we and, will call and I them. I don't think that these people necessarily set out like that. They probably found out what happened and were like, oh, let me delete that <laughs> real quick. Because I think, because what happened is I at least assumed people probably just didn't read the article, saw the headline, Joss Whedon takes over Justice League, mm-hmm. or Zack Snyder steps down. It doesn't yeah. say in the headline what happened. Yeah, yeah. It just says why. And so people see that on Facebook, and they're like, oh, oh, uh, uh, Snyder couldn't take the heat. Got to get out the kid. You know, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, no, did you read the fucking thing? <laughs> like, seriously. So, yeah, it makes me so mad I'm going to take a drink of water. Yeah, uh, I don't understand why that makes you drink a water, but I'm I understand you, you're angry. Because I because I got more worked up and, and my throat needed cooled down. Okay. Because I was angry. Got a little bile working there? No, you? sir. Yeah, get that checked out. I don't like the bile. <laughs> I don't think I there's learned, many who do. I learned in a movie a long time ago called Three Kings that if mm. you get shot in the stomach and it hits your little bile sack, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big trouble. Oh, so yes, if you're listening and you got bile sack troubles, uh, <laughs> go to the hospital. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Yeah, you can listen to us there too. Uh, it, we're portable. As long as they have Wi-Fi, it's kind of neat that we can just fit in people's little earbuds. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, which is really crazy. Yeah, for me that's something I'm, somebody on I think Joe Rogan or one of those uh, that I listen to in that you know family of podcasts. They were like, "It's funny. We every week we come together and we have this conversation inside your head." Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, it is. I mean, I'm a six foot three large individual, but uh, not in an earbud. I'm just, a, <laughs> I'm just a voice. So, uh, moving on though, um, because we need to move on. Um, we're going to talk, I guess, in my little more somber news uh, is we talked about earlier. Uh, Greg Allman uh, passed away of uh, the uh, Allman Brothers Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal favorite song is Ramblin' Man. I, uh, Lord, I was yeah, born Ramblin' Man. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Guitar Hero, fun as shit to play because the dude's awesome at guitar. Oh, yeah. Uh, and when we say, uh, music icon legend, like, yeah, he's a music icon legend. He's, I mean, he's not like Prince big, but he's pretty close. Everybody knows him, uh, whether they know it or not. Everybody knows him. You know a song he played on, yeah. Uh, because he's and he's been doing it for like fifty fucking years. Yeah, um, uh, way back in the way back, I did a secret movie called Muscle Shoals about oh. uh, a, a little music studio uh, in Muscle Shoals. I believe it's Alabama, off the top of my head. But uh, Greg Allman used to play in the rhythm section, where like Wilson Pickett and Aretha Franklin Whoa. would come and record and stuff. That so. would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, That's where he really... Did he wait till the midnight hour? He probably <laughs> did, actually. I think they recorded that in Muscle Shoals. You see what I did there, though? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he that's where he really refined that southern rock sound, the, is working with all those soul artists. The originator of Mustang Sally, if I'm not mistaken? Um, maybe. Yeah. I, one of the first that I know who sang it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Of course, there's a fine uh, it could be one cover of those, yeah, old. from a movie that uh, me and J-Rod like called The Commitments. 
Oh, yes. One of the great uh, band movies. Yeah. I got it on Blu-ray recently. Is it's its nice. 15th year anniversary yeah, I or saw that, 25th yeah. year something anniversary? Like something like you that. you got to be 25. But, uh, yeah, it was I think an 80s. It's 25th year anniversary. Because the IRA is still happening. Yeah. I, uh, but uh, the movie's still great. It got the works. It got a nice little upgrade in the soundtrack, which is really lovely. You get oh, it in yeah. the DTS, which is nice. Got it for like 10 bucks at the Best Buy ways back. Yeah, I think I got the 15th anniversary DVD, and they had a nice little documentary, like Where Are They oh, Now? Yeah, kind they still have that. It's just been ported over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, completely uh, out of nowhere. Before we get onto this, I got the the Mummy movies, which is exciting for me to uh, watch. <laughs> but they the extras. That my point is, they uh, ported over a lot of the extras from all the other movies. So I mean, they're still there, but they're not necessarily new. You know what I mean? I just want to read this because it, it popped up. Sorry to interrupt you, but it popped up on my notifications. A minor leaguer for the Marlins, I guess, hit a home run after deflecting the ball off of two outfielders. Wait, what? It bounced off of two outfielders over the fence? It sounds That's exactly how I read it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to watch that video. A double Jose Canseco. <laughs> that's right. It how wasn't probably that? off their heads. but. Oh, my. Oh, wouldn't it be great if it was? <laughs> doink, doink, doink. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Duck Duck Gone question yeah. mark is the notification headline. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as we transfer back over into the uh, the sadness, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Greg Allman uh, has passed. Uh, this was relatively recent, uh, like two days ago, I think it was. Um, and then earlier in the week, uh, we were all woke up to a nice kick in the junk, saying that we've lost the first ever James Bond, and somebody was like, no, uh, George Lazenby. I'm like, Google, bitch. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm like, I- I'm not just making stuff up, you know? Uh, well, you might be. I check myself before I wreck myself, don't you know? That is what you're supposed to do, I yeah. hear. Well, it's what it's what fine uh, journalists like ourselves do before we are? <laughs> We're I, think we, I think we need to work harder at this thing. <laughs> Yeah, perhaps. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's a big bummer, though, because I'm a huge James Bond fan. I own all the James Bond movies. I watch them about once every other year. Uh, all of them. And, uh, all of them? Yeah, all of them. Uh, actually, the George Lazenby one is one of my favorites on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually really good. It's got this great ski sequence at the end, which is just fantastic. Um, I thought that was... Um uh the spy who loved me no uh-uh. i mean that might also have it too with the yeah skis there's definitely with the one with roger moore in this yeah who the, loved i think it's the, skis like the with worst the chase action scene yeah ever. this one was different mm. this one was a lot more white knuckle you're like oh shit like mm. for some early filming too you're like damn uh <laughs> they did a good job uh and i thought it was a fine bond it's a shame that he didn't work out uh but he was a bit boorish, I guess. Uh, oh, in real life, he's too British. Yeah, they're, yeah, <laughs> too. Yeah, they're like liven up, man. He's like, no. Wasn't that after Connery as well? So yeah, definitely yeah. too yeah. British. Yeah, he was uh, re- really big shoes to fill, and was kind of a, a fuddy duddy, like uh, uh, like Ed Sullivan, really big shoe. Yeah, really big shoes, uh, really big shoes, and and like I just imagine it going like this. Hey, we really need you to to liven up your James Bond, and he's going. <laughs> No. <laughs> I will not. I'm royalty, bitch. I shall not. I will not. I want not. And they're like, cool. We're going to move on. We're sorry, <laughs> George. <laughs> you didn't make it. People wanted Connery, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's what we blame it on. 
Um, so yeah, um, bummer. And you'd think I'd be done with my bad news, but now comes bad news in the actual uh, entertainment world news. Bad news. That's not death. Oh, uh, actually, life so news. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just stuff that that happens in the entertainment biz. And stuff that you know eventually will probably happen, but you never really want to happen. And that is, uh, a long time ago when Silicon Valley started, I was like, oh, they got a great cast. The star is clearly T.J. Miller, as he has been in lots of movies before Silicon Valley. And I'll bet many people know and many people don't know that he is an equally as hard, if not harder working, as a vocal talent. Uh, oh, yeah. in animation and other things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, they got T.J. Miller. They're probably not going to be able to keep him locked down too long because he's in demand. You never and, know. It's HBO. Well, we know now. Um, as, it enters it's its fifth, years. as it enters its fifth season, T.J. Miller is like, I can't keep up, guys. Sorry. I have to drop out. So he's leaving the show. And while the fifth season will go on, it will not have T.J. Miller, who is many people's favorite character of Ehrlich Bachman, who I love. It's the main reason why I watch it. I'll keep watching because I like Mike Judge and Mike Judge comedy. But it's going to falter quickly without his overbearing boisterousness to lock it down. Because yeah, well, he's a they're going to need that, a new character that does something similar to that. Because you're right, all the other guys are like... I mean, it's their comedy characters, so, but, but they're whiny, they're more yeah. reserved, they're quiet. They don't command scenes like T.J. Miller. When T.J. Miller's on screen, you're like, the fuck is he going to do? Because we don't yeah. fucking know. He it's a bit of that uh, Ricky quality from, excuse me, Ricky quality from uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys as well. He, you know, yeah. he says things that you're like, what did he just say? Yes, indeed. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, so that's going to be... That's going to be pretty tough. And it, it, it also alters what we currently at least know of season four now, knowing that he's not going to be back for season five. How is it going to end? Is he going to leave the door open? Is he not? Because he legitimately wants to keep doing it. But once you learn how much money you make doing movies for... Especially I mean, vocal. I work. mean, it's just... It's not it's not any less talent-wise any any tougher. It's just when you do a TV show, there's so many people involved that you just can't come in and shoot all your scenes and breeze. You know what I mean? Unless you're like fucking megastar. Like, we got Tom Hanks to guess, you know, for a half a season. Mm -hmm. We got to shoot his shit in five days. Yeah, Uh, yeah. They're like, we can make that work for Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, T.J. Miller's not that level yet, but uh, he is very much in demand and very much busy. If you look at his pre-production schedule on IMDb, he's got like nine shit in red, like in the works. Uh, he's a very busy guy. Yeah. He's got his first HBO special coming out. Like he's already had his breaking moment, and now he is at his threshold. I'm a pretty big fucking deal, and yeah. we're going to see where it goes. Yeah, with the it. next couple of movies will prove to be very important yeah. for the rest of his career. <laughs> he already started by showing that he can anchor it at least for a comedy, as far as comedy earnings go, with the Office Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. Even though it was technically Bateman and Aniston, who they were like, these are our stars, but they were anchors. Yeah. It was he was T.J. Miller's movie, it was, and yeah. he he made it work, and I think he'll go on to do great things. Sadly, but not on Silicon Valley. I imagine he'll return probably for a finale or a couple episodes, maybe towards the end. But yeah, um, maybe you know he's got Deadpool now. Um, he's got yep. uh, Gravity Falls that mm-hmm. he did with Steven Spielberg. Like he is on the precipice of being a massive superstar. 
Um, which has kind of been fun to see him evolve from funny guy who liked to smoke weed and make weed jokes and tell jokes that were way too intelligent for most people that were watching. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a, in he a mean way. He just has a He's special just, out, too, I think. It's coming out yeah. uh, this month, uh, T.J. Miller, the HBO special. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, He's a very quick wit, uh, and it's not just in insults and, and toilet humor. He's, like, really smart. He, oh, yeah. And he does whatever the fuck he wants, which is a, a, a quality in comics that has been lost for a bit that he has brought back. And I say bravo, because uh, in the world of comedy, you need over-the-wall uh, fucking outspoken, larger-than-life personalities, mm-hmm. and they need to bring them back. They've had them... Uh, you know, your Bill Burrs and your Lavelle Crawfords, but they've never had the spotlight that T.J. Miller has. Yeah, that's true. I think now, especially with, uh, you know, there's just the, all the different streaming services, you know, your stand-up comedy is coming back, which is a lot more... It is, especially through a lot of help from uh, Netflix. Absolutely, and HBO's getting back in the groove of yeah, it. Yeah, they were out of the game for a bit, and they're like, damn, yeah. Netflix is getting us on this fucking comedy shit. That but, used to be our shit. Yeah, but you're... <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that's when they had Carlin every year. Yeah. Um, God, he was good. Yeah. Man, the best, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's where that sort of thing takes more hold, the doing whatever you want, because there's just less people telling you what to do. It's your it's your movie. You're producing yeah. it. You have a director who's shooting it and editing it. But other than that. We have a friend, uh, a mutual friend, Rob Coletti, and when he first moved out to L.A., he saw T.J. Miller just walking, and he was just smoking hitters. <laughs> Walking down the Hollywood Boulevard, noise. Nobody. Who the fuck's gonna say, "Hey, uh, Mr. Miller, could you not smoke your dope on the, the street?" He'll just call he'll the studio. Like, he'll be like, uh, "I'll do whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> yeah. Would you like an autograph? Then move out the way uh, if you do not, because he does not give a fuck uh, a singular one. Um, so. Uh, to that, I can respect in the world of comedy, which has been very politically correct, dialed down as of recently. So it's nice to see a bit of the old school mentality because it's what he, he's a comics comic, in my opinion. Um, but moving forward, um, this is pretty cool. Uh, I've been a particular fan of this episode of The Simpsons for a long time. They made it official this week, the classic season three episode, Homer at the Bat, featuring nine different all-star hall of fame personalities now uh the show itself the episode itself has now been entered into cooperstown and has a place in the hall of fame uh for the media section that's pretty good yeah that's pretty fucking cool shave those headphones mattingly that's right it's not many shows (laughs) look mr burns i don't know what you think sideburns are you're out oh my god hit the shower (laughs) if uh you know uh I can't think of any show in the history of shows that would make the Hall of Fame these days as far as... Ken Burns uh, Baseball? Well, that's different. It is? That's a documentary. This is a comedy cartoon (laughs) that was uh, on many, many years ago. So I think that's uh, really cool. What's his name do that version of his song? We're talking baseball. Yeah, was it? uh, Mattingly and Canseco. Yeah. Can Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. That's right. Uh, yeah, so if you had not seen that, it's season three, episode 18, I believe. Maybe 
I yeah. think it was season four. No, it's I know it's season three. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that I know. I'm not sure where it lies, but it's between, it's between episode twelve and eighteen. Yeah, I could easily look that up, but so could you. So I'm yeah. not gonna. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a bother. Yeah, if you want to see it, you can be found. Uh, it can really easily, and you can actually go to Voodoo or whatever or whatever your online service is and pay for it for three bucks and watch it this very moment mm. uh, or when the when the podcast is done. Um, I well, should you say. can pause it and come back to us later. I don't care. Yeah. Now I should have done this probably at the earlier start of the show, but uh, we are officially official on the Google Play now. Um, yep. Some some folks have figured it out already. Um, Lots of folks. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Um, but just you know, now we are officially on every platform: uh, the Stitcher and the iTunes and the uh, the, the Google Play. Mm-hmm. I think are the biggins. Yeah, and some uh, platforms we don't know how we got there. Yeah, and some, <laughs> of, yeah, some of them just have us on there. We're like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, um, but in the in the news, moving further uh, down the line, uh, but good for Homer at the bat. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy got a, a ride at Disneyland in L.A., not in Disney World, mm-hmm. which I assume we'll have one soon. But they'll have a whole world. It was, yeah, probably. It was designed uh, by, not the actual, like, ins and outs of the ride, but, like, the story of the ride uh-huh. or whatever it was designed by James Gunn himself and Kevin Feige. Yeah, that doesn't really um, surprise like me. Like, a year ago, they got together and, like, figured it out and, like, got to be the first ones to ride it uh, mm. here recently. Um, like, they're like, this is something we were going to do, like, a year ago. And then he put an update on He's like, dudes, I got to ride the ride. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> and then, like, all of the cast got to come and ride the ride or whatever. And you can see a video of people riding the ride. And they're having a great time. And apparently Rocket steals the show of the ride story. Uh, and James Gunn handpicked all the music uh, that you hear in the he ride. Did. Um, and I just thought that's pretty fucking awesome, and I wish I lived in L.A. so that I could uh, go on that ride. Yeah, I went to the Universal. I did not go to the Disney. Yeah, we I, we did the same for the Harry Potter. We mm-hmm. really wanted mm-hmm. to get get our Potter on. Um, that was shit, L.A. in 2001? I have not no, been. No, 99. I have not been. been to L.A. as an adult. Uh, I lived in Glendale, California for a little while. Hoping to go um, out there this summer. As a youth, but uh, yeah, I would like to get back there. But I would really love to ride the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I, I want to go to just go hit the comedy clubs like after eight and nine o'clock at night. Did you ever know Chris Petlack? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, another mutual friend of ours. He does comedy out there all the time. Yeah, nice. Uh, at the comedy store, all of them. He hits oh, the circuit, cool. so he's he's grinding uh, right now. That's left how you a, do it. Left a good job to do it too. So uh, good on him. Yeah, he was a uh, a a decent slot. Uh, DJ uh, and social media manager for uh, 101 The Mix, The Drive, or whatever mm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, very listened to station, got to meet many a famous folk. Uh, very cool job. But they're, him and his lady are out in LA now, and he's doing the comedy thing. So that's awesome. That, yeah, good on you, man. It follow, takes a lot to do that. Follow that dream. It takes a lot to do that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, his wife is an actress. Was it though, too far, so. too long ago that uh, Ari Shafir, who now has his own show on Comedy Central, uh, one of the most popular shows, he was working the door. Also in uh, Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he's uh, been uh, Ari Shafir. Literally got rid of his phone, got on a plane, 
and went to like the Philippine Islands or some shit and hadn't been heard from for three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, just like went total off the grid. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of somebody different that's on Silicon mm. Valley. I don't know if he's on there or not. I don't think that he is. Um, but uh, this is some news that will, A, clear some shit up, and B, probably make you a little angry. Not angry, okay. angry, but just like, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to throw something. Uh, well, if you do, do it that way. Okay. Um, Superman's going to go flying. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what he does. <laughs> um, this is not cool on a, on a, it just seems like Ridley Scott wanted to cash in. If you listened to our review last week of mm. Alien, it wasn't glowing. Uh, it wasn't awful because when you do have the talent of Ridley Scott, even and all those actors, even when you lay an egg, it's still going to be watchable. Um, but I come to find out that uh, we weren't alone, and our biggest problem was the script of the movie uh, itself. Yeah, and, very predictable. I believe was the biggest. Yeah, and it turns out that from an unwritten script, just concept to finished film. Mm-hmm took 73 days only oh and uh that's probably why it was a shit script <laughs> directed yeah. by scott written i think written by scott well, not 100 percent, but well, i don't know uh, uh whoever wrote it turned it out fast and um yeah 73 total days um wow yeah uh not good and no. it showed no it's uh it just it just goes to show you that it, even when Ridley Scott's half-assed trying, it'll still make most of a good movie. <laughs> but uh, it helps also explain why there was so many issues um, that we had. I thought I was like, ah, that uh, that explains it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, if you wonder, eh, an alien movie should have been a lot better. That's no probably why writers, no Ridley Scott. Yeah, okay. Doesn't There's matter. two people who, oh, the based on characters by, yeah. uh, two people wrote the story and two people wrote the screenplay. Yeah, get it done So quick. six people involved in the writing process from its original concept. Uh, none of them Ridley Scott? No, no. Ridley Scott's like, what do you got? Whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Here we go. Let's film this fucking thing. I got Danny McBride ready to go. He's fucking crazy. Let's go. Let's get this shit on the road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it makes for a pretty mediocre film. Um, not scary at all. No, but, I, I uh, still contest. I don't think it was supposed to be. Yeah, he sure have fucking told somebody. He should have, yeah. <laughs> because uh, they were non-existent scares. Um, this is good news, though. Aha! Good news, right? Finally! Yeah. Uh, John Wick uh, is going to be shooting. John Wick 3 going to be shooting by the end of the year. That's good news. They're, oh, okay. They're fast-tracking that shit. They're like, we got something here. Damn it. Uh, let's get all we can out of it. Why we yeah, got the I actors you can to get do it. Ian McShane, uh, the guy from The Wire, um, Kevin, not Kevin Costner, <laughs> Keanu oh, Reeves. Yeah, whoa, that'd be something. Um, yeah, my K's are uh, mixing themselves up tonight. Anyway, yeah, look out. Um, get all those guys together. I think you got yourselves a movie. Doesn't matter who else is in it. Yeah. They're like, we'll find some people, but we need these guys. Yeah, those three. You need yeah. the dude who runs the hotel, Ian McShane, and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's getting going. Now this is where I said I was going to talk uh, a little bit about Wonder Woman, uh, okay. the film. Yep. And I'm not going to talk a lot because obviously we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know what to expect. But mine ears... At least that's uh, what our non-disclosure forms have told us to say. <laughs> and mine eyes uh, have have been have been told and uh, seen uh, many a report that says uh, this is DC's best film and that it is pretty good. And then... This week, from a fairly competent uh, source, uh, that I'm not, that I'm like, oh shit! When they put something out, it's usually something to take notice of. And they said that it is a train wreck of a film that is way worse than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I heard um, the early uh, screen test audiences didn't like it, and then recently, I, like you, I've been hearing it's better and better. Yeah. I the- know somebody in Vegas that went and saw it at one of the uh, audience test screenings recently, like mm-hmm. the last week he saw it, and he said it was DC's best movie, too. Mm-hmm. By far, he said. So, um, I don't know where to side with, but I've heard more positive than negative on this. And I guess we'll know for ourselves in four short days, but... Uh, oh, yeah. It will be that quickly. Yeah, but I just... I, I'm curious now, because I was like, oh, cool, we got some good stuff happening, and then... But maybe we don't. Maybe. So, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> you know? I think it's going to be one of those where the reviewers have a different opinion than the audience. Yeah, I think As so. As is typical with most I, non-Marvel comic book movies. I guess if I could see... Uh, what the runtime is, I might be able to know. Maybe, maybe it drags. Maybe I don't know if it's like two and a half hours. Maybe I don't know, but I still think it looks pretty dang good. The trailers have been pretty great. Um, it's still weird how they did that. Like five different full lengths, two and a half minute trailers. That's a lot of trailers. That's yeah. a lot of trailers. That's but a lot of footage you they're, showed. They're, tr- but they might be long as shit though. Yeah, you know what I mean. People thought that James Gunn showed a ton of Guardians footage, and it was all just the first five minutes of the movie. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, no relevant data on Rotten. Tom- oh, 141 minutes. That's not too bad. No, it's a little over two hours. Yeah. 220. Yeah. I guess that is pretty bad. Never mind. (laughs) It's not bad, but it's not, uh, it's not an, it's, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes, I suppose. It could be bad. And you'll know here, uh, next Monday when the show releases, we'll have all that info. One week from when you listen to this right now. That's right. Uh, so that's going to be, hopefully, we'll have good news to bring you, but, uh, I won't know until then. And then I'm getting to the end of my list here, so I just have a couple more things to talk about before we move on. Uh, Logan came out in 4K this week. Pretty awesome still, just in 4K. Yeah, I wouldn't think the movie would get worse because it's nope. in better quality. That's right. Uh, interestingly, they included a uh, the noir black and white version, mm. which I never really understood why they wanted to do that, but cool that they did. Um, yep. They included that in 4K, which is very uh, neat. It's easy to do, and it's a neat, a neat selling point. Yeah, I guess. You know, they call it Logan Noir. Yeah. Maybe because it's like some comic books are in black and white, and I maybe. Guess, yeah, and the, the, the music's a little different, too, isn't it? Yeah, the opening order? credits were a little different, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd have to watch it, like, back to back. I watched them about a week apart. There's, uh, like, just this, like, long-ass narration by Wolverine, and then she walked into my life. <laughs> of all the gin joints in all the world. <laughs> I knew that little girl would be trouble. You walked into my desert with Charles in the water tower. 
<laughs> but uh, that's a great album title, though. By the way, yeah, Charles in the Water, Charles Tower. in the Water Tower, uh, patent pending, folks. Uh, <laughs> my new band's our, name. It'll be our first specials title, Charles in the Water <laughs> Tower. Um, a so, Christmas special. That's right. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen Logan yet, uh, we gave it a glowing review. It's fucking great. Um, just don't let children watch it um because it's not good for the kids i mean i'm not gonna obviously you'll know what's good for the age of the kids but like young children should not watch this movie just based on content young children really shouldn't watch most of the comic book movies post uh phase one that's true but uh you know i'm not here to tell anybody what to do at all i'm just saying it does graphics so maybe watch it first before making Mm. a decision Mm. Uh, much like Deadpool, it is uh, very uh, curse-laden, uh, and it's not just like, you know, ass and poo and hell and stuff. It's it's isn't the hard am- stuff. Isn't that amazing? You can kill all that peop- all those people and no one cares, but if you say the F word, yeah. <gasps> well, my child's virgin ears. I think when you see the Wolverine stab a dude from the chin and it pops out the top of his head, that's a little more graphic. Than that's true. With spray. It's a little Sin City as stuff. well. Yeah. yeah, And I guess you can see more of that uh, in the black and white. I mm. It was a while uh, that I watched. It was late and I kind of was in and out because i had already watched the regular so i was like i'll oh, mm-hmm. check this out but um i noticed that the opening credits were immediately different they were old timey um oh. just with the warner brothers logo and stuff like that sure so, uh interesting though uh, but it's out there in many different uh f- versions but uh, the version that i got was at the walmart it had uh like nine collector cards kind of like the uh guardians. the guardians of the galaxy cards that had a poster on the back yeah but mm. what's cool about these are is that uh, they're bigger than average cards. That forms a bigger poster uh, because they're like uh, I don't know the size, but bigger cards. Sure. And, and they are like postcard nine, size. Yeah, they're postcard size, and they're nine different stages of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine career <laughs> from the X Men movies. Tiny little regular dude. To the yes, giant yeah, Jack, basically uh, from you know, Days of Future Past, Super Jack Logan. Uh, they even had a Weapon X from his uh, his his appearance. Oh, the in, Origins or whatever. No, uh, from the uh, the actual Weapon X from, that oh. looked like Weapon X from the Apocalypse. Yeah. So I mean, they have all of his appearances covered, uh, which Neat. is pretty cool. Even the the cameo he had in X Men First Class, where he's like, "Fuck off, bub." Yeah. You know, they made the movie PG thirteen just for that one line because it's worth it <laughs> to totally. have him in there um, and they just walk away yeah ryan reynolds interestingly enough if you watched you know that they have those the honest trailers you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh ryan reynolds hijacked one of uh, he hijacked logan the, the logan honest trailer mm-hmm. as deadpool and apparently ripped it nice. apart which is pretty funny if you've never seen him do his thing um and uh damn i forgot to say this with the rest of the bad news but if you watch game of thrones the wolf who played uh ghost uh has died uh, which is a bummer oh yeah i was like damn man that's some shit news Mm. you know um so yeah the 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 wolf who played ghost uh which you may or may not know um has not been played by a real wolf since like season two because they've been replaced by CG, yeah. was living on a basically what uh, you know in like a famous actor's retirement home, but like for wolves, it was like 
Heaven's Range or something like mm. that, where they can just live freely without being poached or fucked with. And well, that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was a reserve, a wildlife mm-hmm. reserve, where mm-hmm. they send former working animals animals because they're probably you, know, yeah, so you, you can't put they, them back they, in the wild you can't yeah. put them back in the wild um they need to be with other animals who have been trained in a very similar way and they have people on staff to take care of them because you put a lot of money into the animals you just want to make sure that they live comfortably because they've made you lots of money as well yeah well and you can't take them out back and shoot them like no, you used to you can't do that <laughs> uh so basically um they just get old and live out their days on an actual type of farm uh, to use that. Tell old, me it's in Northern know. California. That's right. <laughs> so tell me it's upstate. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's just a bummer though. I was like, man, that's a fucking bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. But, uh, you know, wolves have, they don't live that long, even when they aren't being, uh, let loose in the wild. Yeah. Uh, new Game of Thrones trailer though was fucking badass. Yeah, pretty good. Coming pretty out good. in a couple of months. So the wait's getting down there. Uh, a little less each day, and then we're gonna have to probably wait forever for the last six episodes or whatever the fuck it is, because it's HBO. It's what they do. They're like, you waited two years for the last season of Sopranos. You'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these people are a little less famous than that cast because these people are really just famous for their uh, Game of Thrones yeah. roles. The Sopranos cast was famous for all kinds of shit because they were famous before they started doing it. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, Anyways, uh, and my last thing that I wanted to talk about was my own personal excitement for... Uh, you'll you'll notice a, a few shows back, if you're a loyal listener, uh, woot woot, thank you, um, a few shows back I talked about I, I was phoneless for a while and then I ended up getting the, the Galaxy S8 Plus. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I, I loved it. I gave it a pretty glowing review and I said I got a virtual reality headset with controller and uh like gift card for 50 bucks for oculus content and i was like when that gets here that's gonna be awesome and the day has arrived uh so i'm really excited to kind of try that out uh tonight i've never really messed with that before but you can like watch netflix on it but it looks like it's as big as a movie screen and but it's not because of just magic lots of stuff you can do yeah uh, and it's all in 4K, which well, is really a, awesome. Like an archery game, I know, uh, that a lot of people like to play. The archery? Uh, there is a... I don't think you can do it on the phone. I know for the mm. PlayStation Virtual Reality, I told you a little bit about it earlier, where they have the Batman. Oh, yeah. You can be the Batman. Uh, I would like to be the Batman. Um, I don't know. Do I get the suit? Do yeah. Yeah. You get the suit? No, do like do I actually get to put oh, on no. a, a Batman you get nothing. suit? No, yeah, then you, no. You no, get no. a disc or whatever, a chip or whatever the fuck to I'm put on. I'm less in your inclined little... then. I'm not. Mm. I will play the shit out of that. I just, so I think if any once of our we look around, want to send the the uh, Batman to us, we will play it on air, uh, which will be. <laughs> oh, funny. We, we will. Will yeah. we? Yeah. Oh yes. You um, first. Oh well, that's generous of you. <laughs> I'm gonna film. Um, it. You know, I think once VR gets prevalent enough, we we it's like getting there. everybody sees someone else playing it, and they see how goofy they look doing it. It's gonna fade away faster. I don't want to look that. Goofy. I don't think so because you can do some cool shit. Yes, you can. Uh, and I think it's only gonna get better. <laughs> I mean, this is made by Oculus, which is next level. Like, the first one was kind of like a, hey, we're kind of fucking around with virtual reality. Like, this is powered by Oculus. They invented the shit. Yeah. Uh, or at least on a consumer level. I, I don't think it's going to, like, completely disappear, and I think it'll keep getting better. But just in general, humans don't like to wear things over their face like that when they're getting the entertainment. It's true. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't Glass see sitting for hours it. or anything. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting, though. I read uh, James Gunn, um, who I like to talk about on this show. Uh, he, This was cool. This is how Next Level, the Oculus 
technology is on the higher levels of oculus he has people the oculus people Mm -hmm. he's like this is what i see for a set i want this design it for me on the oculus so that i could walk through that set oh yeah and then he walks through the Mm -hmm. virtual reality version of his set through the goggles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's like cool Fix this. Put a fucking tree here. I don't know. Have two fucking raccoons off there doing something crazy in the background for those who had a king <laughs> eye that want to see him doing crazy shit. But it's cool. You get to. He walked through his virtual scene, made his notes, and was like, "Build it." Yeah, and that's going to be a lot more uh, entertaining. That when, is cutting edge, though. Well, that's how people are going to watch movies. I, well, in general, yeah, I'm pretty sure they probably will. But think about that. Yeah. that's cutting edge shit. Like that's not. Just think about what movie makers in the fucking 60s would have thought about that shit. You know yeah, what I mean? true, but I mean, ever since computers, you've been able to do that since computers have computers been... Computers are different. You generate- should walk through a virtual 360 setting. Sure of you can. You just don't do like. it with goggles on. You just you will look at the screen and the screen moves through. It's I can different. do that on my computer but with sets I build for theater. But it's different. It is a little different. It's more it's, lifelike. But it's a It's the next transport- step of ed- evolution of design. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's just transporting old technology into a new platform. Well, that's what it is. It's the next level. Mm-hmm. At the highest levels, at least. That's how they make movies now. Right. It's crazy. But they I guess my more to the point set. I'm trying to make is it's not necessarily mind-blowing. But it, it can be, though, I think. <laughs> because not everybody is privy to the information that you would have, per se, with the computers and whatnot. I guess in that context, it could be. When you say if to, you had uh, no idea that that was going on before. When you say to, which most people would mm. not. They're not, they've not had the, the curtain pulled back mm. as we have. Mm. You know what I mean? Everything that we thought was movie magic was almost immediately foiled for us when we got started towards the path of our degrees. Oh, mine was foiled when I was a little kid. My dad would like watch movies and go, that shit would never happen. Well, I mean, to an extent. But like now I'm like, I know how they do shit because I've seen it happen on stage, you know. And that's what the we have a particular friend who was our teacher at one point. And that was the first thing he told us. He was like, everything you know about the movies you watch is going to change now because I'm going to tell you shit that will basically be able to allow you to spot all the shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we were like, really? And then the next night I watched a movie and was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And yeah, that's just what happens when you decide to make that your your life, you know, yep. uh, which is interesting. So, uh, but I was, I was particularly blown away because I did not know that they could design a virtual set that you could just walk through like in real life, basically, mm. and you would see it before they could build it type of a thing. Now, I don't know how elaborate the things were that he was walking through, but the way that he had made it sound was his sets were built in the Oculus Rift or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then he put the technology on and was able to literally walk through it, which I thought was just kind of cool because that's Yeah, I wonder in what context, because if you're doing that, like, you know, you're on the green screen and you have some of the set built, but Mm -hmm. the rest of it's green screen, I could see where that would be more beneficial. But I think that's going to become more um, 
impactful when that's the way people are watching movies, and that's when the, I don't, it might not be too far off. No, I don't think it is. But I, I mean, it's like when the first film that was filmed in native IMAX, you know, the first film that's filmed in native VR, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to be doing when they film that because people who are watching the movie as it's taking place will be able to walk around. That would be pretty walk in quotations, cool. but move around. Sure, I want to see a movie in VR, yeah. like real VR. Yeah, yeah. like the thing I'm going to play with tonight is going to be cool and like. Yeah, it's, it's virtual reality, but uh, now nah, I want the box, man, like from Batman, where they slap that shit on your forehead. Even though and it sucks out your soul? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually not. I like my soul. But, uh, you know, fuck Jim Carrey. He ain't going to take my shit. Hey, you and uh, who was the Two-Face in that movie? Uh, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy, You and Tommy Lee Jones have something in common, That's and that right. is fuck Jim Carrey. I heard that he was doing something, Jim Carrey, uh, like a TV show or... Oh, uh, really, yeah. Something not not him himself. He was producing something. Mm. Uh, I think it's Netflix related. I don't know, and I don't want to look it up right now. But uh, I had heard down the pike, so to speak, uh, that that was going on. I always but, thought it was pipe when I was a kid coming yeah, down the pipe. Yeah, but it's not. It's pike. Yeah, that's like, I will a gro- stick your head on a pike. Yeah, that's a grotesque. Yeah. It's coming down the pike, there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you're four. Oh, throw it down the pipe, Dad. No, it's pike. Like you stick heads on decapitated yeah. oh, heads. That's the that's the best thing that'll happen to you. I could get in some gruesome shit they used to do to people on poles. Yeah, we don't want to mess around with any of now, the... No, and uh, if you do it right, it takes them a while to die. Oh, it's my goodness. Good. Yeah. Look at look out. Mm. Don't mess around with no poles. That's not good for <laughs> Pointy you. Pointy sticks are but, bad. But I will tell you what is good for you. Uh, some great television talk, which we have coming up for you. And we're going to do that right now. Now, when I said television talk, there's really not a lot to talk about in the world of television. Um, right now, the biggest thing that's going on is American Gods. And I told you I'm not going to give you singular episode reviews. But I will say this episode was especially trippy. And I think we were told a lot of things that we weren't really – we won't know what that we were told yet mm-hmm. until later. Yeah, but sure. it seemed like what they were saying and doing was some setup for some big shit. Mm. And we kind of got like uh, a little behind the not behind the scenes, but a little more info on what was actually going on. And we're like, okay, I think I got the basic gist of it. Like little John, which took four episodes to get to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But they were awesome. Uh, well, last you know, week's was a flashback. Normal people need to be eased into this sort of thing. True, yeah. and well, and this is this was just great from the get go, and it was cool because last week's was a flashback episode, but the current uh, episodes are so good that I was like, eh, flashback neat, but I want to know what the fuck is going on with Ian McShane, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wasn't; it was just basically a two-person episode with a weird, rare Dane Cook spotting. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Dane Cook. Uh, I forgot he did stuff. <laughs> yeah. I met that guy once. Yeah, I bet he was a dick. He's been. He's no, a... he actually wasn't. Uh, but Did you meet him pre or pre fame or mid fame? or Right in the middle of it. So. Because uh, the... you know he has a reputation of being a legendary prick. I do, but the circumstances may tell you why he wasn't a dick. Uh, so. When the tickets went on sale, I had no idea who this guy was. There were just kids. I was in college, and mm-hmm. I was working at the performance venue, and there were kids literally the of around fame. the building. 
Yeah, like, the height of his fame was, and I was in, like, as what a the stand-up fuck are all these? Comic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That that was how big he was back then, though. Oh he yeah, was, absolutely. He was a huge deal in the in the world of comics. And so I was going to work, and I picked up my paycheck or whatever I was doing, and I said, "Hey, what's with this line of tickets out there?" Like, "Oh, Dane Cook's coming." I was like, "All right, cool." I don't know who that guy is. Like, oh, he's a comedian. Fine, whatever. A few months later, <clears throat> there's the show, and I I know this time I was walking in to pick up my paycheck. And I walk in, and I, uh, you know, the, his dude, Dane Cook's dude, stops me. He's like, "Hey, blah, blah. so I had to show, like, no, I actually work here. I'm going to pick up my paycheck." So they let me in. I come back out, and the security guy's gone. And there's this dude standing there in a leather jacket and a ball cap, smoking a cigarette. And I was just standing there talking. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, what's going on? You with the show?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm with the show." Uh, he's, he's like, "Oh, what is it? I don't know anything about this guy." He's like, "Oh, he's a." He's a comedian. You don't know anything about him? It's like, no, no. He's like, cool, cool. So we just stood there and talked for a while. And then he finished his cigarette and went in, and I went home. And then come to find out, like, a couple weeks later, there's this Comedy Central special on TV, and it's that motherfucking guy that I was talking to. <laughs> I was standing there talking with Dane Cook. Had no yeah. idea. That's a Dane Cook thing asked to do, yeah, right. too. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, what do you think about him? Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how it went down, right? Yeah, fucking Dane Cook. <laughs> How about that? He was really famous, though, in the early to mid-2000s. Oh, yes. He did a string of shit movies uh, that just it wouldn't take. Like, America just couldn't get on board with this guy. The youth could. Overexposure too quick. It was that. It was, And it was rapid, too. And he was a lot to handle at the time. Uh, But if you'd go and listen to his early stand-up, hilarious. Absolutely fucking hysterical. Yeah. Uh, Does a bit on glitter that will fucking... Fuck you up with hilarity. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's really good, too, at least from all accounts I've heard. There's been two or three guys that I've listened to on various podcasts that are like, oh, yeah, I made Dane Cook when he was huge, and I was just getting started, and he really supported me. Like, he would come up to, I didn't know this yeah. guy from Adam. He would give me useful notes, and we would talk. He was See, real, that's good. That's the stuff you don't hear about. All you hear yeah. about is how he's an asshole but on that's like of movies and in stuff stand like up, that. In stand-up clubs, you know what I mean? That's yeah. doing the thing he loved doing, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you've never listened to Dane Cook, uh, he's got some really funny bits out there. I have the just movie in, Dune in my eye. <laughs> just type in Dane Cook and glitter and you'll have yourself a laugh. Uh, and if you don't, then you'll know you don't like Dane Cook. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, you but, some, uh, get out while you're yeah, in. Yeah, but American Gods, uh, had Dane Cook in it and I was happy to at least see him doing something. It's not a, it wasn't a funny thing either that he was doing. So he was, you know, just, uh, he wasn't like super dramatic actor either but it wasn't funny right you know what i mean he was doing an acting bit which is good that means he's you know trying his hand he did a movie with kevin costner too called uh mr brooks oh yeah the movie was okay he wasn't especially good in it it's just because he's he's a comedian he's not a great actor but uh that's hard for some guys to transition it to. is and he he is such an over-the-top personality that yeah. for him on camera to tone it down was just not it didn't work out well mm-hmm. uh but he did that movie waiting um, with Ryan Reynolds, he was also oh, yeah. a part of that. So. I, I actually kind of enjoy that. I movie. believe he was the cook. I believe. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that movie's funny. Yeah, he was not tatted the, up as shit too. That's yeah, cool. not the three spinoffs that they've done, no. but I think there's actually only one. But the first one's pretty funny if you've yeah. not seen it. Um, and from what I understand from a lot of my friends who have worked in the industry of serving tables and stuff, they say that that movie is ridiculously accurate. Yeah, it's kind of like from, office space yes. that way, yeah. Uh, of Yes, of the restaurant world. And you say, mm-hmm. of the stuff they do to the food or the people that come in and eat there? And I say, yes. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I say, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Always be nice to your server and never send food back. Yes, uh, unless, I mean, <laughs> unless there's a clear... 
like yeah, hey, there's a band aid in my sandwich, yeah, you know, or something like that. You know, it's just you know, you'll see. Uh, check it out. You'll laugh and maybe cringe. Uh, depending upon what kind of <laughs> diner you are, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so American Gods, though, it's the best thing on TV right now, and it's hands down for me. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, I mean, normally I would be like, Better Call Saul, it's all about Better Call Saul, and it is. I love Better Call Saul, but right now, uh, because it's probably newer to me, I find myself being the most excited to see the new American Star sure, or American sense. Gods episode. Yeah. Uh, of the, uh, of the week. Now, I've been calling it American, cause it's on stars. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling it American stars all day. It's been fucking <laughs> with me. Um, so I don't know. Hey, what I've been about. mixing stuff up all night. So. But, uh, yeah. So if you're not watching American Gods, please do. Uh, all the episodes, if I did review them individually, would have high scores. But, uh, I'm going to give a season score when it's done. And we're going to probably name a podcast episode after it. But we have, uh, some good stuff coming up in June, though, movie-wise, too, which is pretty exciting. So There's only one God, and I don't think he dresses like that. <laughs> That's as as... right. That's right. Thank you, Captain. Um, the Flash had its finale uh, this week. They said uh, season three will not involve any speedster villains. The way they ended the show, I'm like, are you sure? Because... <laughs> uh, Seems like there might just be. Oh, okay. Um, don't know what's happening, but I know what's happening, and you're going to need something to happen to make the other thing happen to make the show happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and I can't, I, I wish I could elaborate on that. Maybe I can in two weeks, but I'm not going to be spoiling the episode um, on here. It's been almost a week, but sometimes it takes people a little bit to get to it. So I don't want to be the guy that ruins the Flash episode for you, but I will say, clever at the start of the episode because last week i was like i'm gonna need some answers mm-hmm. um i got them early on i was like oh well neat i guess i, <laughs> I didn't think of that is it wasn't a incredibly complex answer they just did something and i was like i accept that <laughs> uh, you know but then the end of the episode happened and i'm like uh what mm. uh why uh cliffhanger bitch i'm like well and yeah but even even the cliffhanger i'm like that's the one you choose to cliffhang because you told me i'm not gonna get any speedster villains was it the the musical with supergirl was that the one no that one was actually way earlier (laughs) earlier on in the season i think it was episode eight of a 22 episode Mm. season but gotta get those filler episodes in yeah i just thought it was kind of crazy um the ending that they chose and i was like well what the uh, okay. I, you know, I'm gonna watch regardless, but. Did he run in back and forth so fast that his atoms actually separated? Is that what happened, like in Superman? <clears throat> no, sir. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I will say that I, uh, uh, as far as, um, you know, melon scratchers go, this one was a bit of a honey doodle. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm. I'm going to take the rest of the, the night to dissect what you just said <laughs> That's there. That's right. Okay. That's right. You'll be thinking about that shit next week. Will I? Okay. <laughs> it's actually an old Simpsons line uh, from uh, Ned Flanders. Mm-hmm. He's like, hell, as far as melon scratchers go, that one is a honey doodle. <laughs> it's pretty funny to me. Um, also, there's been some great lines from Fargo. Last week, there was the, she's probably using her poontang to hoodwink you. Uh, this week, <laughs> yeah. uh, there was delivered by a very dry British actor, David Thewlis, um, who you know from I The do. Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. who was laughing like a madman. Mm. Uh, but he was also in the, the Island of Dr. Moreau, but probably most recognizable to everyone is Professor Remus from the uh, Harold Potter series. 
Yeah. Of uh, films of magic and sorcery. The werewolf motherfucker, right? Well, spoiler alert, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a spoiler. <laughs> I'm just going to I mean, that movie came out in 2004, thing. dude. Come on now. Yeah. Um, actually, I think it was 2003. Maybe it's 2004. I don't know. It was the first summer Harry Potter movie. But uh, anyways, the line was, uh, the turds float at the shallow end of the poo. And I was like, huh. Is that an actual saying? Maybe. I don't know. But it made me laugh. I want to know how historically accurate this is. Let's get a pool, and I'm going to take some shits. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, It has to have a deep end and a shallow end. All right. So if you guys want to send pool money to uh, How (laughs) Sim Sees It, you can find us on the web, uh, and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. We will. We'll keep you updated throughout (laughs) the whole process. The pool happening. Um, So, yeah. And then uh, I just wanted to talk uh, a little bit about the episode. Fargo this week was a fucking... I was like, oh, shit. Uh, Fargo's been known to do stuff drastic stuff Mm -hmm. and i don't want to say what they did uh, because obviously i'm we don't do spoilers here but uh this is an episode you need to watch lest it be spoiled for you quickly Mm -hmm. because uh it happened uh, on wednesday i would if you don't watch it i mean obviously fargo i don't think has a huge following but yeah and i don't actually see it out there very much like this week on fargo something crazy happened it's, it's kind of like a you know, if you have FX, you know, yeah. but it's not most people, unless you watch Fargo, are, are not going to be like, oh my God, Fargo. Because Fargo is another really exciting moment of the week. Yeah, me. and it's not out there on social media like Game of Thrones or Walking No, Dead. it's not. Yeah. Um, so, but Fargo this week, big shit happens. Um, and that's one of those I'm going to give a season review of because it's a bit of a slow burn and you don't get the full picture. Uh, each episode reveals a little bit more, and you go, well, that's how TV works. Not quite. Why are they uh, always burning stuff? Some are uh, episodic. You know, you know it, a few things happen with an overreaching arch throughout the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or some just, you don't know what the hell is going to go on until all has been revealed. And it's getting closer because there's only three episodes left. And then there's a new interesting show about uh, the start of crack, you know, your new Jack City type, mm-hmm. but it's going to be uh, an FX series, and I think it's going to be really good. Is um, it called uh, The Real Rick Ross? No. Mm-hmm. There is no Rick Ross that I know of. Mm. Um, that Hi- I know of. The Highway Rick Ross? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he's in it. I don't think so. <laughs> he might be. He's actually. I don't think a, he's got Chris Rock. Up he's in out there. That dude taught himself how to read and then read law books and got himself out of jail. No Wesley Snipes. Who was also in jail. Yeah. Uh, but now he is not. Right. But he's not in the crack For show either. Completely different crime, though. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes. They're like, you can't do that, Wesley Snipes. He's like, I'm going to try. Actually, in the Constitution, it says I don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> They're like, put him in a give, cage. Yeah. Reread that. Teach him a lesson. Well, it actually does until you read a few amendments later when they said yeah, you can like, do it oh now. you only read part one <laughs> that's right <laughs> boy do we have some news for you you might want to sit down because uh, it's not going to be pleasant it's like old testament new testament stuff man you got to read the whole thing that's right uh and better call saul we're getting to the point now too where it's only a couple episodes left of better call saul it was episode seven this last week we saw our first saul goodman sighting i'm not telling you in what respects but you feel jimmy's Pain and suffering from the bullshit gone on earlier in the season from his asshole dickhead brother. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time that, I mean, Jimmy's a freewheeling deal and son of a gun, and he yep. does not let people see him defeated. 
right. including us, the viewer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was tough to, to see this week because he was in over his head on a few different things from uh, issues from earlier episodes. Mm. So uh, I was like, damn, that's a... It's just damn. You feel the weight of the episode, and yeah. Vince Gilligan's very good at making you feel that weight. He's just well, a masterful storyteller. Yeah, so is Bob Odenkirk for real. He really is. And and uh, to be fair, uh, as I'm talking about the dickhead brother, Michael McKeon is doing great work mm-hmm. um, because I fucking hate him so much. Uh, <laughs> a man you love so character. dearly, and I love that actor. He's yeah. so great. Um, you know. But uh, yeah, so uh, that's all that really happened in the uh, the TV section. J. Rod's going to talk to you about a little show about a man named Jack, not Sparrow. We're going to get there in a minute. That's right. We got but, some time. Uh, but J. Rod's going to talk about a uh, a fellow named Jack that is uh, learned of an ancient Japanese art. Samurai Jack. Uh, yeah, this is a, a show that uh, not quite unlike The Sopranos, as you mentioned earlier. Took a uh, long ass time. Yeah, it got it got canceled on Cartoon Network. Now, let then, me ask you real quick before yeah. you get into the meat and potatoes of this here. Um, did I understand it correctly? Was I correct in saying you did not need a cable subscription and could go to the website and watch some or most of the episodes. Most. You can't get the final three episodes. But, but you, you can get, watch most. I think it's eight, nine out of 12. Yeah, and you didn't need to pay shit except for your internet. That's bill. correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. And you get commercials. There's, now, you can do that for some shows. And yeah. there is commercials involved. It's like There's actually only two. There's one at the beginning and then one exactly halfway through. Oh, that's pretty nice. Because yeah. some of them are like there's three or four. And that's there, on the Adult Swim uh, Yeah. Uh, there's, a lot, there's more and more websites that are doing that now. Like, yeah. hey, you can watch the show for free here. Not all of it, but most of it you can do that yeah, with Agents If you like Old Spice ads, it, it'll just up the uh, ante for that's you. Because right. that's pretty much the only ad they have going for those shows i learned that by uh not needing to sign in or anything and i could just pull up agents of shield episodes on nbc now if i had a cable subscription i could watch the final three episodes and probably might not have as many commercials you might have just the one yeah maybe but uh so how was the new season the that has been years Awaited. Yeah, indeed. Um, I, I I don't think it missed a beat. It came mm-hmm. back. Uh, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that if you love the original Samurai Jack, you're in for a real treat. Yeah, and there's a couple episodes where they like, oh, there's those guys from that one episode from way back when. There's, there's some other guys. So How they, was your memory on the previous? Because have you watched them that many times that you just yeah, knew the no fir- matter what? I've seen the first three seasons a lot. I only saw the fourth season like once. So there were a couple. I was like, I don't now really you, remember these guys. But. You told me about this show in, oh, when Jesus. we were at ISU at least yeah, and was, that was 2006 yeah. so and I had been watching it since we were at ICC I turned like little Joe and Jones on to so it we're so we're those are some old names folks yeah. um, that's so like 2003 so we're talking it was on its hiatus from the early 2000s until 2017 yes that's a long time yeah yeah and they play all the same up. people yeah yeah, and they play it up. Uh, there's only really one reoccurring. Pr- there's two. There's the evil wizard Aku, uh-huh. and then there's Samurai is, Jack. Is the animation the same? Yep, 100. So percent That's it, awesome. It's got the original creator who so wrote like, and directed yeah, most just, of the if episodes. If you were to buy the DVDs, you probably would not even notice. Oh, absolutely. No. How about that? Well, there That's is a trick in so, and of itself. So it doesn't pick up exactly where it left off uh, because they play on the hiatus that they've taken, and it's been 50 years. 50. 
Okay. Yeah, and Jack has not aged, even though time has passed. Interesting. So he's the he, Captain America. Effect. Yeah, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but yeah. it starts and he's in a down place. So okay. he's got like a beard and scraggly hair. All right. And in this season, he works his way back to the Jack you know and love. Okay. And he does that right at the end of where I started watching, and now the final three episodes is he's going to go fight that wizard, and this is the final thing. So I, you know, so they're not doing no more. That's like, this what is... I understand. So they're like, we did this thing all these years later. Well, and I think it's uh, gonna be good, but we're probably not gonna do no shit, more. Shit, the creator's name, like it's it's a ridiculously Polish last name, but it's Gendy Tartakovsky or something like that. I'm I'm missing a couple syllables in there. Is there an Inski in there? I, no, I think it's just a ski. At the I always end. I, and it's probably due to Nintendo's early racism in their uh, <laughs> yeah. their punch out games. Yeah. But I always think of Polish because of Soda Popinski, Soda who was from Poland. Yeah, and he was a motherfucker of a bad guy yeah, to he be. Sucked. Yeah, I didn't like Soda Popinski, and he not laughed easy. at me too. The son of a he bitch. Did. I didn't like it. Um, but yeah, I loved it. They bring in a couple uh, new characters. One who stays through pretty much the whole season. Um, Jack is battling madness. Like I said, they they bring in a lot of old faces, um, and you're as you see them, like I think that's that guy because it's been fifty years for them. So you're like, I think I, I think that's that guy from that one episode. And then at the end, they kind of reveal that it is that same guy. Interesting. And so you're like, oh, cool, yeah, a lot of good Easter egg type things in there. Yeah. Uh, I really loved it. I I wish I could uh, just finish it right now, but I don't have a cable subscription, so I can't. Son of a bitch. That's right. I'll have to wait till it gets on Netflix or something. It will, uh, or one of them soon. You know, it's still new and yeah. fresh. Mm-hmm. So, but I imagine it'll show up there. If you were to give it a season, well, you can't really give it a season review. I you can't, haven't seen, but based on what I've seen, so I'm far, going full ten. Full you're at five this star, was maximum yeah. enjoyment so far, right? Yeah, I mean, if you liked the original series at all, you should watch it because okay. you're gonna fucking love it. Hell yeah! yeah. Uh, well, that's a that's that's good enough for for me, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though I've never watched it. So I don't know. But yeah, uh, well, let, you know my taste. Do you think that I would find it entertaining? Yes, do you, do I absolutely so? do. Um, especially, I think if um, you're a little kid and you like action stuff, maybe not so much. But this has a lot of great filmmaking techniques all right. in it. And the animation is very unique. They do a lot of comic book panels. Ooh, I like that. So, like, it'll be full screen one minute, then he'll get angry, and then it'll be just the bar Ooh, panel and yeah, stuff I like, like that. that. Too. And as they're fighting, like, one guy will be jumping, and you'll see his panel float in, and then the other guy will be jumping, you'll see his fan panel float in. I like that. Stuff like that. So, I think you would actually really enjoy it. All right. But you got to start from the beginning. Yeah. You no, you, you got to. You can't watch the new shit and not know what's going to You got to be. Yeah, well, it is very through line. There's, yeah. It doesn't, um, it progresses by story, which a lot of your old favorite tv shows do and you don't really realize it now um as we all discovered together including myself uh j-rod had not yet uh screened logan Mm, yeah did you have a chance to watch i did not you did not i was too busy watching all my new stuff this damn it well no it's summertime i gotta get back in the groove it's true well this is also new stuff starting with the news to watch eventually it is but it's not relevant new stuff for the podcast you know what i mean but we want to know inquiring minds want to know so now that you have assigned me the task i now have a reason to go watch it and move it up the list now i'm curious was that a was that one that your special lady was interested in seeing or is that Mm -hmm. yeah okay Mm -hmm. good so now you can enjoy and we want to know because we didn't get to know. Is that like the Royal Week? Yes, the Royal Week. Okay. 
the we the listeners and me the uh listenee i guess <laughs> okay <got laughs> we, yeah. we want to know because uh i reviewed it masterfully um you did. in uh not not the review it was a good review but i don't know about masterful but the film was a master stroke mm. uh for the Logan and Wolverine series. Mm. He went out on the highest note one could go out on. It's like winning the Super Bowl and saying, I'm done, bitches. Give me my ring. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because you're tired. That's like, right. I, I played for 12 years. I'm tired. John Elway style. Yeah. He did it twice, though, I think. Didn't he go back to back Super Bowls? I don't know. Yeah, but he retired. But he did yeah. retire. Yeah. Ray Lewis did it too. Tom yeah. Brady would if he's smart, but he's like, I will play for 10 more years. As long as Belichick's like, there, I don't know why he wouldn't. His wife's like, um, Please don't. He's like, shut up. You know, we I'm gonna have do it anyways. children, right? Yeah, and he's like, I don't care. It's like I'm I don't a quarterback. Get I don't get. Yeah, I don't get concussed. No, and he's and he's egging it on too with the Madden curse this year. He's walking under ladders. He's breaking mirrors, and he's like, I don't believe in curses. And you know what? His ridiculously overconfident ass might not. The curse might come. He'd be like, Yeah, fuck off, curse. And the curse, like, cool. Yeah, Do Tom Brady. As long as he makes it to the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, that's all he really cares yeah, about. That's really yeah. he'll get I the mean, job done. That man has a competitive drive like I have never seen. And you might love to hate Tom Brady, or you might love Tom Brady, but you will not see too many people that get more fired up than that man. I've yeah. seen him play live too, mm-hmm. and that motherfucker can dissect a team. Oh yeah, instantly. Like he just looks and he's like, nope, 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 gold, boom. I'm like the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a sight to behold. It's uh, like you know, it's like being in a ring, fighting, boxing style. He's except, like, he would be Muhammad Ali. Yeah, your stakes aren't nearly as high on the football field, but he would be '90s Mike Tyson, <laughs> like '89, like '88 through '91 that's, Mike Tyson. That's saying something. Yeah, that's saying that's something. like I, I I knock your head off. I, I destroy you. I eat your children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what? if you go, what he really said that? What was uh, that one he said about? Was it Bernard Hopkins, I think? He was like, it's not over till I kill him. It's not over <laughs> till I kill him, Skullduggery. Uh, me, and I like Skullduggery because... It makes uh, me sound you know, smart. I, I do Skullduggery <laughs> things with my Skullduggery friends, and I uh, I release pigeons who do Skullduggery. It's, mm. it's, it's interesting. Boxing uh, pigeons? <laughs> oh, if anybody had them, it would be Mike <laughs> Tyson. We're going to move on into our uh, movie section, talk a little bit about pirates, and find out what the hell secret I'm holding... With this crazy secret movie idea that I came up with on the fly this very night. <laughs> That's, a little That's joke. how I do it, too. That's so. a little joke for the old uh, the old listeners that have been listening for a while. Not in, not your age, but the, the length you've been listening. Because we've been doing this a minute now. So um, Going on four. Yeah, rock and roll. Mm. Uh, and uh, how rock and roll was pirates. Find out right after this. Pirates of the Caribbean, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Oh, jeez. I've waited this whole damn time. I know, right? Shitty, right? I know. But no. Uh, you are no better than The Flash. I just, <laughs> I just want to take a second to uh, say I saw a movie. I watched a movie that I didn't think would be all that great and turned out by the end of it, I was I was kind of emotional. I was like, well, this looks great. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it's a story, um, uh, an inspiring story. It's called American Wrestler. Oh, yeah. It's about uh, a real-life story about uh, an uh, Iranian or 
uh, Muslim, but I think Iranian, specific to the time, because it was 1980s, uh, Reagan elected Iran-Contra things. There was a foul... Uh, was it those uh, the Olympics? No, it wasn't the Olympics. It's high school. Okay. Um, but it's a high school kid um, who uh, I'm not going to get into the background, but he is, he got out of a rough life from over in the Middle East. Lion. And came over to America with uh, his uncle, mm. and um, basically, um, uh, and again, it was based on a true story. But uh, he came over when he was in high school ish. Uh, so it was a tough transplant, um, and I don't know necessarily all the specifics before, but that's where the movie started, mm-hmm. and it showed you flashbacks of his childhood life, uh, which was tough. Back home, and, or, uh, in, yeah, or back, both? What, what he got away from, and mm-hmm. how he got away from it. And I don't know, I think, I do like movies about wrestling, and when I say wrestling, it's not like, oh, I'm going to tell you something, brother! Greco-Roman. Like, yeah, Greco-Roman wrestling. Mm. And, um... Naked dudes rolling around <laughs> on the ground. man, they got singlets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, um, this movie was actually quite good. Uh, the critics had it, uh, the other critics had it like 60, 67%, something like that. All right, but he's on record, folks. The, uh, the, I don't know what the audience reviews are, but my audience review was pretty high. Now, it was a little predictable and a little formulaic of your sports, like, inspirational sports like usually the Disney like oh yeah I watched this trailer a while ago that's right Uh, it came out on DVD this week Uh, before that it was on uh, I believe you mistitled this movie it is American Wrestler The Wizard colon The Wizard yeah and there's a reason they call him The Wizard I'll let you deduce that because he plays video games with Fred Savage uh, how did you get (laughs) no uh, but this is a true story and what's interesting is there it, it was interesting is how it kind of Ties in with modern politics, uh, with the uh, ban on travel for uh, Muslim faiths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this. All right. So this week we have of Pirates of the Caribbean, which we're going to talk about in just a second. And, and his Look out! In present day, I know, right? Yeah, Shitty, right? I know, but no. Uh, I just want to take a. <laughs> I just want to take a second to uh, say I saw a movie. I watched a movie that I didn't think would be all that great, and turned out by the end of it, I was, I was kind of. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this was about And it's a story. Um, uh, an inspiring story. No, it's called American uh, Wrestler. Available. Um, Audience it's about uh, a real life story about yeah, only, uh, an only uh, Iranian uh, or so far, uh, Muslim, but I think yeah, Iranian I, I specific to the time because it was the 1980s. Uh, Reagan elected so Iran Contra. Yeah, I don't know if things. There was a foul. Select the. I don't think it was ever even close. No, in the Olympics, it's high school. But it's a high school kid who I'm not going to get into the. But background, but so, he, is, uh, he got out you know, of a rough life from surprise, over again, in the I Middle East it, so and came over to America with uh, his uncle, and basically, and again, it was based you know, on a and, true story, but he came over when he was in high school-ish. Uh, yeah, uh, so and it, it still grabbed you a little emotionally uh, after that. So all the specifics before. That's too, where the movie started, and it showed you flashbags of his childhood life, uh, which was tough. 
and like uh, yeah, back what he got away from, mm. and how he got like, away oh, we'll from it. it. And okay. I don't know. So, I think I do well. like movies nice. about wrestling, and when I say wrestling, it's not like oh, I'm gonna tell you something, brother. It's like yeah, Greco-Roman wrestling, and singlets, man. They got singlets. But this movie was actually quite good. The critics have it. The other critics have it like sixty. Sixty-seven percent, something like that. But the the wizard. I don't know what the audience reviews are, but my audience review was pretty high. Now it was a little predictable and a little formulaic of sports like inspirational sports like usually the Disney like treatment. You know what I mean? To keep. Uh, it came out on DVD this week. Uh, before that, it was on uh, your digital outlets. That's right. The Wizard. Yeah, and there's a reason they call him The Wizard. I'll let you do Which is not that hard to do. I don't know why people have said... Uh, how did you get it? Uh, no, uh, but this uh, Jerry is a true Seinfeld story. And what's interesting uh, cameo is in it, it was Mr. interesting is how it kind of Man, pretty good. ties in He came on and was like, oh, shit. He's got, with the, strangely enough, uh, a pseudo-Hitler mustache, which I found hilarious. For, uh, Muslim yeah. faiths and stuff uh, like that. Uh, uh, this echoed the sentiment of what not, at this point, it's Trump and and his people, but this, yeah, in present day, this was in Reagan's day where the country as a whole. So was like, oh, uh, Iran Contra stuff going on. Boo that man because he is from Iran. Um, you know what I mean? And this was about this kid having to overcome that. And he did it by being a badass wrestler. Um, okay, well, it's fucking good. Uh, I do. To let people know. Because a lot of people don't know about it. That's why I want to put this out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a, a shirt that says yeah, local I don't know pirates ever union number or whatever. It looks pretty pretty yeah, official. I don't think it was ever <laughs> even close goes, to around here. Are you, are you really um, in the it was pirates on the union? Like, yeah, of course. On May third, and then just came <laughs> you, out on video. Yeah, where'd you think I get the shirt? Um, but it was good. So yeah. uh, you know, it was one that got me kind of by surprise. Again, I predicted. <laughs> you so doubt I, my pirateness? Ninety-eight, but I put it at a. A firm 85. It's like Fight Club. I was like, oh, it's only tough. It's going to such and such to the such and such. You know what I mean? And then it would happen just like that. Yeah, sat in a chair three straight hours till it was done. But, oh, yeah. Oh, it sure did. It's actually getting old, the lettering's filling in. This review is not about my tattoo. The real guy. It is now. Looked like the guy that played the uncle. And it was. One of them, yeah. actually designed mine myself. So, authentic as fuck. Because the guy playing the uncle was the guy that went through it. Oh, so pretty neat that he was on set every day, you know, doing the whole thing. So, also, the title of this movie comes from Especially if it's just a rental, it's going to be an easy way to spend three bucks or whatever. He just repeats uh, that over and over again. Depending upon how you watch because them. But uh, American Wrestler, very much worth your time. American Wrestler, the wizard. Really weird. Uh, the wizard. Uh, 
wizard. I'm the wizard. Nobody likes me. Everybody likes. Yeah, the the original ride. Everybody likes him. Did you see that shit where people were going through the ride and then Johnny Depp fucking showed up as they were filming? Yeah, he had some time in between filming, so he like literally walked onto the ride and was just standing there yelling at people. Time and all he used it for was the tip calculator. So therefore, he called it. Like there was this lady who was like obviously just filming the ride as she was going through on her phone and then the dad on she like show. turned the corner and then he was like oh. <laughs> the dad on that show was so funny though uh, well some people just <laughs> man that's right how about that interesting I like yeah I likes me some Jerry Seinfeld that's right oh my how about that uh, well there you go uh, so I'm done talking yeah, about the American wrestler other than I have say a story like that is we were standing in line for the backdraft experience at the um, Universal in LA, the of the which is great. Sail, uh, um, but as you're standing times, there, you're, you're, there's like literally uh, chain link fence, and then the fucking movie. Yeah. And so, so you're standing there waiting to get I'm on like the first fresh, ride of the day. Uh, it's all the way in the back. I'm thinking that J Rod will probably. I'm guessing that J Rod would probably score this a little lower than me. Maybe, maybe not. He does have a special place in his heart. With the judge from and, uh, 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 Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Uh, uh, he literally has a Jolly mm-hmm. Roger on his arm to Something let like people that. know, yeah. don't fuck with me. Anyways, yeah, we were like, <laughs> I am a pirate. <laughs> and if you don't like it, yeah, here's and then my they flag. hailed a cab and got in. I can't believe there's no back door to this. There's always a fucking back door to the theater. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. They didn't walk out the back. Of course. No, they Here's did not. my fucking tattoo. Where's your fucking tattoo of a Jolly Roger? I don't have one. Well, why are we talking? Yeah, well, we were standing there with all our classmates. It was a school trip. It's against the bylaws. I could get in trouble for talking to you. Go do work. Well, the point is, like, no one else even noticed that it was the dudes from the play. On your arm to talk to me. Yeah, like, you just saw these guys for two and a half hours on stage. You didn't, like, no one even turned ahead. You'd just be like, boom, this is... That's right. That's uh, what I was see, doing yeah. as well. Maybe it is. Oh, I didn't finish. The, oh, so the back, end of the backdraft story is we were standing there, and the guy who operates or like lets you uh, into the ride, he doesn't different. operate it. It's yeah, like a fucking carnival. But the standard ride, right? Jolly Roger. It's like, so, uh, uh, you, like, is this really cool? You stand next to the lot all day? Does anything cool uh, happen? It's like, well, space yesterday Roger. Bruce Willis drove up on a golf cart with blood all over his face. Like he came up like he had just been attacked. He was like, oh, God, oh, God, like fell out of the golf cart. Part then like got up because like everybody was like it's Bruce Willis and everybody like clapped he signed some, about Jolly Rogers, yeah so. he signed some autographs it was probably really weird you know, it would have been before uh, Sin City but, but it was around that time the ride yeah. the actual Pirates of the Caribbean ride yeah, which right? has spawned right? these films no fun story sorry we're here to talk about Pirates I did I didn't see it but I heard about it Pirates not a bummer not as good as the first two installments that's awesome they're like wait 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 a minute here. Damn it. Yeah. Or actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth has Ian McShane as Blackbeard, which is nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Johnny Depp. He's like, no, I'm yeah. not. I just get paid to look like him. But it was really him. <laughs> he'd be pulling that that Dane Cook shit. He'd be telling. He'd be doing that Dane Cook shit that he did. That he did to you. Uh, uh, innocent you come in, not knowing. 
know on about Dane Cook just to get a paycheck and he has to fuck with you. Or practical joker when not being filmed, but you put a camera on the guy and immediately turns tense. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's here to work, motherfucker. That's right, and it's a great work ethic that he brought with him. Oh, that's cool. I don't know, actually. I, I assumed he is because he does the Spanish the, uh, thing so well the, in the movie. The world premiere of the uh, last Arthur Miller play, uh, Finishing the Picture, and uh, Stacy Keach walked out right in front of us. No Country? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Eulen, uh, Harris Eulen. Oh yeah, lots Harrelton. of things too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been, anyways, yeah, we were like, uh, is he ever not? Is he ever bad? And you're like, Las Palmas, Spain. Yeah, we're like, that's good. He was also the bad guy in Skyfall. <laughs> that was it. That was all it was. Yeah, that, that's pretty where you'd hear the accent. Yeah, really, mostly. Yeah, they didn't walk out the back door. They walked right out the front and got in a cab and get the fuck out of there. Is what they did. Like we were fans, but we're like. We should not fuck with him. <laughs> Seven. Mm. Yeah, so we were actually um, kind of off in the movie, and he comes to work doing our own thing before. Played Jack Sparrow. This was no different from any other. Yeah, we were like, uh, 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 yeah. The subtitle of this movie could as easily been Johnny Depp gets divorced. Yeah, was overdoing. started to thank him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, little trip. If you're ever on stage finding yourself having to act drunk the key is to act like a person who's acting like they're not drunk that's right because that's yeah that's the key mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it because if you act like you're drunk people are going to go for you yeah that's too much you're doing a bad fake drunk yeah uh, knock it off you're better than that Johnny Depp uh, seemed a little detached meaning um, he did not put any extra effort he's filming yeah but I think this whole movie kind of went that direction as well because they didn't really explain any of the magic yeah. Really, um, Man, there was no rip. much backstory. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about. Uh, we're here to talk about pirates. I was, I was talking about Powers Booth. We talked about him last week. It's a bummer. Pirates, not a bummer, but not as good as the first two installments. Better than the third. Right on par with the fourth, just depending upon which story you like a little more. Um, or actors. Uh, the fourth has Ian McShane as Blackbeard, which is nice. This has yeah. This one. I was like, there's some ghosts. Javier Bardem's uh, one of them. They're going to go after Jack Sparrow. And, uh, Why exactly? You don't really know. And he was actually my favorite thing Yeah, you about do find out. was Javier really? Bardem. That's it? He does not take any role. <laughs> yeah. No matter you how did that to goofy yourself. it is, uh, he takes it all seriously. And he's actually problem. a very chill <laughs> really individual. He's married to Penelope Cruz and is known to be a prankster or practical I think joker that's, honestly, when I not think being that's filmed. But you this, put a camera on the guy attitude of this and whole immediately movie turns like tense. To me. And that doesn't mean I didn't like it, necessarily. over there. He's fucking pissed. Yeah, I think the two young lovers in this film do better than Orlando Bloom did, for sure. Is he Spanish? No, I mean in the previous installments. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, I know, but I I, just, I don't know. Uh, but he was also a star from wherever he came before he got his big break here and won the Oscar for uh, No Country for Old Men. Uh, so if you're wondering, I think she she did especially well in the first one. Accent. Uh, yeah, he's been in lots of stuff. He's great. Is he ever not? Is he ever bad? I don't think so. Yeah, that has Spain. that yeah, shows that's more Spock-like, I guess. Uh, in uh, yes, indeed, he was so good. Uh, awesome. 
Again, though, so good uh, in everything. I like him in all the stuff. He's he's good. At least from No Country, yeah. when I took notice of him. Well, no, the, for um, the bit at the beginning, about, there's like a good two minutes there. I, I do, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, okay, good. In the movie. I'm glad Again, we came to that consensus. Johnny Depp, he's Jack Sparrow. He's played yeah, Jack Sparrow. I think this movie, no uh, 39, I think this movie could have been, so you, can't uh, you know, as we, as we often say, the beneficiary there. of about 20 fewer minutes. Yeah, I agree with that. Or Drunk, because he was overdoing the drunkenness, uh, at least in the impersonation of, or maybe he really was, who knows, but uh, it's half a movie, <laughs> story-wise. That's right, because that's, yeah, that's the key. <laughs> that's it, because if you act like you're drunk, people are going to go, you're not drunk. You're doing a bad thing. 32, last I Knock it off. You're better than that. Johnny Depp uh, seemed a little detached, meaning um, he did not put any extra effort in, but that's okay. They didn't need him to. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to walk out going, no, but you'll go, no. You know what? The formula still works. And that's where part four, and actually, uh, yeah, I'm going to switch it. I like part four more because of that, yeah, what you just said. Things are different enough the magical, that you don't oh, notice how similar they are. You know what I mean? And all this kind of stuff. You go, I remember hearing about the Fountain of Youth. That was some crazy shit. Are they going to find a fucking Fountain of Youth? Is that Ian McShane? It's like a nice, br- refreshing kind of a dose. Blackbeard, that's badass. I'm going to like this. Uh, and it was okay, too. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, be like, I don't know that it was Oscars, you know, until later. And then you go, really? Yeah, maybe. You're kind of taking shit a little too personal because, for real, uh, yeah, uh, don't want to burst your yeah, bubble. And I think Not another really bright spot of this maybe the writers film like, as well is the, that hard about it. You know, there weren't any good hearty but, laughs, but it was a solid two hours of, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, and just, it was yeah. Yeah. Overall. No, it's um, an, it's an entertaining tale. Um, um, maybe he didn't. Uh, I don't know, but me and Anna, who well, he was barely in it. If you're going to be like, oh, I got you. Yes, definitely. I did. There were a couple times I would have looked at my watch if I had the personality and chemistry of my tennis shoe, which actually my tennis shoe's bright blue, so it's kind of cool. And they were not specifically parts of any of the first three pirates. were, but. It was probably about halfway to two thirds of the way through. There was a slow bit. Uh, as far as um, I, he's I good like, at oh, playing in a, a, a bow shooting elf. Roll this along. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, um, if you're going because you're like, ah, the ghost of Will Turner, awesome, you will be sorely disappointed because he is in the movie for all of maybe sixty seconds. Um, so you know, but when we got done, we're like, you think? So, though? Okay, we'll call it three minutes to be generous of a of a yeah. I also uh, in, in the defense of the movie, I also wasn't like, oh come on, let's get this over with. There was never one of those moments. A little shorter. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, oh, this sorry, movie didn't hit any home runs or anything, oh, but I thought it was a fine addition to no. uh, the the core. It's better than part three, which I didn't like, home. which is three hours long. And good. I didn't really. Yeah, it's half a movie that's three hours long, and I just <laughs> I don't know. It's on the bottom of my pirates list. This was better than that. Yeah, indeed. I'm not as harsh on it as a lot of the critics. I think everyone needs those things. 
put on when you go 34% off. or something like well, that. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, uh, I'm not like that. I'm up in the 70s with it because I did have a good time, and I do <laughs> like the franchise. And I think right if you there. like the previous I'm, movies, I'm going to need the wrap it up button yeah, from the Chappelle good. show. You know, that's right. Uh, I don't uh, think you're going to walk out going, "That was the best fucking pirates movie I've ever seen." But um, you'll go, you know what? The formula still works. Johnny Depp still does his uh, Jack Sparrow thing. Man, that Spanish actor, Javier Bardem is his name. He was good. Yeah. Kind of what I'm going to do with the mummy. You know, I'm looking forward to the new mummy. I got the new uh, 4K. Yeah, and I also think that I liked that first one when it came out. I'd like to watch it again and see the movie. To go to the theater that I think that. No, I know it won't. Yeah, you're like, okay, I think I could get back into this. And you watch it and you go. Okay, um, that was exactly what I think I expected it to be. Yeah, uh, it didn't. It's not British a hard-hitting movie. Gonna... This will not be nominated <laughs> for Oscars, <laughs> you know, on any level, except for maybe the costumes. Uh, the costumes were nice, but, um, you know, this is a movie where I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be supernatural, Mission Impossible. Yeah, sure, absolutely. It's worth going to the theater to see. It is. I mean, when we say Tom Cruise, we don't just mean the actor. It's his... Not his full-on production company, Warner Brothers, but there. Yeah, and just it was very entertaining yeah. overall, um, and that's why I, I said to to J Rod earlier, um, maybe he didn't. Uh, I don't know, but me and Anna, who does yeah, not like long to, movies, we did not feel shoot some guns and run. Look like he's running fast. He'll do it. He will do it. Yeah, he never ages because of Scientology. Evil Emperor. Yeah. See, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get that. So that's I think the biggest compliment I could give it. No, that's not. I no. No, I'm right. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do, sir. Peas and carrots, Rudabega. No, so uh, that's going to bring us to uh, the end of the show. We're going to yeah. have Wonder Woman. No, I can tell you exactly what I'm going to try and get the new season of Sherlock uh, done. But, I mean, I would have to hash yeah. up some yeah. stuff here, but I'm not going to. But mm. it, mm-hmm. it, I, when we left, we were like, uh, so yeah, J-Rod might two hours and 33 minutes plus pre show, or 39 minutes plus pre show. But, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's a but when we got done, we're like, oh, yeah. Did you well, watch that Christmas feel like special? Three hours. No, I yeah. felt like two. Four yeah, you're gonna want to re- you know, but if you have rewatch the whole thing, when I, I don't think I, I know you will anyway. But if if you're not of yeah, the ilk that doesn't sort of thing, I think you're gonna watch the Christmas special thing. You motherfucker, that shit was pretty tedious, and I don't know why it got such high praise. I'll never understand, J. Rod. Right, I hadn't seen it on that way. You didn't see it. So I watched that first before I started the first. Something? episode and it was a nice yeah, oh yeah boy, that happened oh yeah that happened oh yeah that happened because it actually uh, use it as a it, it takes place afro, both in real present day and dream right there you pop that in you're sleeping you'll be like the first 15 minutes for cool oh yeah we haven't done that um uh, it uh, will drift you off. You think it's what then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. um, Patent pending, folks. Uh, that's a T-shirt right there. Sorry, <laughs> no, uh, that's not. a terrible news. That 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 microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, the uh, critic score is thirty-two. I, again, I rate the, the audience score seventy-six. Just, I'll be, I'll be nice. I'll say a seventy-five. Yeah, I'm going to go seventy. A good five percent of that is nostalgia, and my my love for the characters over this long duration of time. Mummy, I got the new four. Okay, uh, yeah, and scans I, of the mummy, think, which um, I think they have 
lessened the uh, it's not character gonna hold up as well as in general. You might think of, it will. Uh, Jack Sparrow. Uh, the only in order thing that that play movie is still standing on is the fact that it's an peripheral tale, peripheral um, that characters gets a little worse as the movies progress. Yeah, and the, the, there were two other guys that have been. In, uh, I'm really looking forward to. I think you know it's going to oh, be. They, it'll be an updated version of a little bit more of the same, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's now a lady that's. Was the guy that played Dwight on the British Office? You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it is Tom Cruise, so Anyways, we, I mean, uh, when we say yeah, Tom Cruise, uh, and we don't just mean the actor, it's his. That's Not his full-on production company, Warner Brothers, but they were very hands-off. They're like, hey, the take this yeah. and do it with your I think this is a little more of that on you know steroids, though, yeah. because as like, we I'll said earlier, the, the main, Boy, we didn't great. really say it this plainly, though, but the main Funny villain, like Jack Sparrow has no idea that these guys are even after him for most yeah. of the movie. He, never he has no actual relationship with any of them, which is different from all the other movies. Just kind of like, here's some bad guys, they're ghosts, they're free, they're going to kill Jack, have fun. You know I'm Right. That's right. Oh, yes, you do, sir. Uh, I'll <laughs> what do we call it? I don't know. Uh, what's one of the lines from the ride? We'll just throw that in there somewhere. Uh, no. Uh, so uh, that's going to bring us to uh, the end of the show. We're going to have Wonder Woman on tap this week. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. That dropped on the old Netflix about last week. Uh, so, yeah, J-Rod might uh, have that review for us. I don't think I'm going to have time to get to it this week. I've not seen it yet. But uh, that's uh, it's a good show. I imagine this season will be good. I like that first one. No, I've not, I've not seen season yeah, the, three. Yeah. Even. In, the, so, in these modern times, which is I'm gonna rewatch say, but the, the whole CGI thing suffers a little it. bit. But other than the, the first one, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And then lead into it. I know that the event that goes down in the Christmas special, the big event that goes down. Oh, Jeffrey Rush also been in all the pirates. I guess he did show up at the end of two there in the last last five seconds. That's right. How do you like them apples? He loved takes place both a whole bushel of them. But yeah, so you know what was the audience score on the pirates, and what did you find it at? Which I'm sure is lower than seventy. Yeah, I think it could have been because the focus of the movie was another pirate. Yeah. Um, and I think if they had played that up a little more, <laughs> that it would have been a more interesting story. Yeah. And Which is rough. A little. I was going to. That's where I was at. It said seventy-five. <laughs> I don't know why they gave him his own fucking poster. Hey, right. <laughs> yeah, he's on a poster. Not much. Work. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to have Paul McCartney in your movie. Yeah. I, no they matter how really long he's in. It. I think that's cool. But they're good you don't characters. Give him a fucking poster. Yeah, that that is false advertising. Like, I don't think Keith Richards had a poster, and uh, he played, although probably a, a typical similar amount of screen people. time. Yeah. I like he played Gibbs a more important a lot. part. The guy that plays Gibbs, who's been in all That's the parts. Yeah. That's true. Those guys. Oh, yeah, he was, they yeah. ended after the first three, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is a bummer. They didn't make their glorious the return, uh, which is a, which is a bummer because those guys were funny, and one of them was the guy that played Dwight on the British Office. Enjoy the uh, Almond uh, Brothers here at the end. Anyways, uh, that's. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty entertaining. That's that's the end of it. That I gotta say. I mean, I can't get too far into it. I, you know what you're getting into when you go see the pirates movies. Yeah. Next week, but in case I don't see it, good morning, good afternoon. Yeah, they don't. No. 
uh, make a story out of it. Uh, we got fun here in Bart's Hill. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I think my favorite line from the whole series was uh, yeah, poor devil had his tongue cut out. First Pirates, which is not my favorite of the series. I like it a lot, but I, I feel it's by far the very best made film of the, the first one. Without a doubt, it's a great one. Uh, and they, they're all fun to watch. So. Especially in the, the first one. The second, yeah, the second was uh, uh, considerably with Davy Jones and his crazy tentacles. also been in all the pirates in one form or another. Very, very brief. Yeah, if you want to tell about it, then it How do you like Ben Affleck? He wrote the, the, the whole Bush one. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know what you're, I think the, the bottom line of this review is you know what you're thoroughly satisfied with what you don't expect it to be the next time. Ever. It sure did. Yeah, you know, not much work. So. It's true. He didn't need a poster. He was all dinged up in pirate gear, but he doesn't need a. He had Greg Allman, and we'll see you uh, next week. But in case I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.